Hi, everyone. Welcome to Ultimate T-Verse Podcast. I'm here, Steven, with my co-host, Chris. What's up? I know it's been a long while since we've done the episode, but decided to yeah. quit, quit another podcast and start going back on my original podcast because it's getting way too much. So, <laughs> <laughs> now we're going we're gonna to start doing episodes five and six. Episode is safe. And and then the sixth episode is um our Miss Reynolds. And yeah. So the fifth episode is is a is the summary is Mal must choose with crew must choose which crew members to save, which one is gravely wounded, and two others are kidnapped. Simon finds an uneasy haven in a remote village, but River's uncanny perceptions jeopardize the Tans. Temporary safety. So we discuss each scene, like every like ten minutes or twenty minute scenes on the podcast, and I mean I'm gonna su- try to explain what happens in each scene and just summarize it. I mean then we're gonna discuss what happens, what we think about it. All right, all right. All right so- first of all, what did you think of the two episodes overall? Did you enjoy them? Yes, I did enjoy them very much. Um, I really enjoyed our Miss Reynolds a lot. That was like that is a very good one. <laughs> that one's just that one's great. It's yeah. it's a good the the safe one that gives you a lot of good backstory though too. Yeah. So that's that's one good one on that. All right. All right. Let's let's see what we got. <laughs> let's get let's let's get into this. I'm ready. All right. The episode starts with a flashback with River and Simon. They're obsessing about, you know, it's like they're, I think it was Simon who was doing his homework and River yeah. was obsessing about the book that he was reading for his Right. They're, they're very young at this point. I would probably say, what, about maybe eight or so? Yeah, I think would it would be about, about my guess. Time. Yeah. And after River talks about the book being wrong, River comes, not River, the father comes in and he starts talking, he started pressuring his son to become a doctor. Yeah, well, he, yeah, not really pressuring, but they talk about basically like having a dedicated source box, which is kind of like having your own information hub. Yeah, and gives the deal of I'll get it for you, but you got to be a brilliant doctor. I thought yeah. that scene showed their their intelligence level very well. Like it was really good at displaying their intelligence level. Yeah. Then, so and and uh, River points out, oh well, the book's wrong. <laughs> <laughs> She's just like, this is wrong. The whole argument's fallacious. It's like, wow, that's pretty. That's. It, it's, the whole, it's just like, yeah, this book's like full of fallacy, so. Yeah, it's like, how did you know that? <laughs> I mean, they there are a couple of, they, you get to see later really how smart they are. Yeah, because I had to see, so there's like, there's something they're not telling me about River that they probably would tell me in later episodes, because oh, yeah. there is something fishy oh, yeah. about her. Way she knows about certain things. Then it flashes forward back to River having 
bad memories and Malcolm's complaining about the noises that she's making. Oh, because they still have the cattle on board from getting it off the planet for that guy from before where they had that nice little sword fight. Yeah. Uh, so they've got all the cattle on board and she's being really loud. Cattle spook easy. Yeah. <laughs> and a bunch of cattle on, at least like Mal points out, you get a whole bunch of cattle worked up on a ship and basically it just turns into a giant meat grinder. Because <laughs> with nowhere to go, cattle, cattle, if you get them enclosed and spook cattle enough, they will basically just freak out so bad and then like stampedes but except in a in the the cargo bay of a sh- of a spaceship <laughs> so yeah that's not too good <laughs> yeah and then there's like it goes to a scene where the you see the ship landing on the getting ready to land and the planet they went on and yeah oh oh you see you some men scene. you miss you mean the men you see men just like talk, seeing the ship, and it's like they are discussing. They want to take some stuff from that ship. Yeah, the uh, yeah, the the really suspect looking guys. Yeah, they're very suspect. They look like they want to do something. Yeah, they they look they looked incredibly devious, like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a uh, stripping a rabbit, nonetheless. Stripping the fur off of a rabbit, nonetheless. Yeah. <laughs> that's really creepy looking <laughs> yeah and, and the the gang I mean like not the the the, the crew the, the firefly crew they went to they decided to get their cattle ready to sell to the yeah. fires and River is talking to the cows yeah <laughs> On the ship for uh, was it on the ship for three months? She doesn't say anything to him. Get him on land, and all of a sudden, she's the cow whisperer. Yeah, Malcolm started making jokes but about does... that. <laughs> oh man, Malcolm makes the best jokes. Uh, but you missed one of the good ones before that, oh. where she's she talk, starts talking about how fast with proper vacuum equipment you can drain blood, and he's like, "See, creepy and mortifying. I'm okay with." I got no problem with as long as she does it all quiet like oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> or after she kind of like starts throwing stuff yeah it's like creepy and mortifying I ain't got no problem with <laughs> man I, I just <laughs> the way they just mix that old timey talk with, with the sci-fi setting just I don't know it's just perfect I just like that this show, like, everyone smack, like, smack jokes at each other. It's just like. Oh, yeah, no doubt. No doubt. They just. Uh, <laughs> very comfortable with each other. And they just, like, throw jokes back and forth and just diss each other. I mean, you get, like, you get on a ship or anything like that, a spaceship or anything. Like, you gotta realize you're spinning, cause they don't have, like, FTL, faster than light or anything like that. They're actually like flying place to place. Yeah, they have like a not really, but a, how would I say it? Like they have like a cruise speed, mm-hmm. and then they have like a a boosted speed. But other than that, you're talking months, planet to planet travel. 
And if you're going from the outer planets to the inner planets, you're talking about like a long time, like several months. So like you, you gotta be used to each other. You gotta be comfortable. You gotta, you've gotta be able to live with those people in tight quarters. Yeah. So, you know, you get to be like a family. You, you gotta learn to be family, but uh, yeah, but like the the thing she says to with the cows on the ship they weren't cows before. They forgot how to be, and now they're they see the sky and they could be cows again. Yeah, and they and Mal was like you make a good point. <laughs> it's like is it weird that that is it's is it weird that that makes sense? I can quote this movie or this show so much. Oh my gosh. <laughs> It was so funny, like, because, like, Miles arguing with Simon, and Simon makes that point, and he's like, oh, that actually makes sense. Like, never mind. <laughs> but, yeah. But, like, it's... <laughs> but you still wanted, you still wanted, you still wanted River to just go away. It's like... Yeah. It's like, take yeah. her, he's like, take her for a walk. It's like, just... Take her to town! <laughs> I don't think that's a good suggestion. Uh, you might not want to take... And he's got these like really good stern ways of saying stuff where he's not like... It's not like he's bullying, but he's just like putting his foot down. You might yeah. not want to take that as a suggestion. Just like the way he delivers those lines is just great. Because it's like... You, you get that he's like, I don't want to have to be the asshole here. But <laughs> if I got to be, I can make that shoe fit very well. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and then you have, then it cuts to a scene with Renara and Kayleen are like shop, like window shopping. And, uh, they're, yeah, they're in like one of those little small town gift shops. Yeah, one of those small town gift shops. And come down here to the south, you'll find them everywhere. This is a funny scene because Kaylee was thinking about buying this plate for Simon. And the geisha plate, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh my god, this is so cruel because Simon and Vera walks in to the shop and it's like saying, like, Oh, it's like, sees Nara and, and Kaylee in there, like, it's like, Oh, hi, I didn't know you. Be, be here and like asking why he's here <laughs> and because Malcolm wanted to take river wanted to take river somewhere and then all of a sudden he starts talking shit about the plate that <laughs> oh yeah it's like who would buy this crap I mean it's just like it's just like the crap stores you see whenever you go to any kind of tourist trap it's that kind of, and the duck the duck, oh, yeah, the, the wooden carved duck. I forgot that oh, they were. What was it? Swan. No, a swan. <laughs> yeah, I forgot that Nara <laughs> and Kaylee would talk about the, the the little goose thing that had a weird shape. Like, the beak was just like. The, the swoosh. It's a goose and a swan mix. <laughs> <laughs> that thing was so god awful ugly. Yeah, it was. <laughs> oh my god! Uh, says it best. Uh, I think they made it by rough description. 
Yeah. Oh god. Yeah, and this oh. is like, oh my god, Simon, what a way to be cruel! Because she gets like really heated. Oh, yeah. At the she was she was so excited to get that for him, <laughs> and it's just like, who buys this crap? <laughs> and he starts, I mean, and he started talking shit about the poor, and it's just like. She got oh, real man. mad about that, and it's just like, of course, you would think was, that way. You was probably born up with a rich family, and it's just... and the word. I, what really set her off was basically he called the ship a piece of shit. Yeah, <laughs> and and that that ship is like Kaylee loves that ship, which I yeah. mean, you know, that's her home. You're basically like saying that her lifestyle and her home. Is a terrible. Every old everything about it's terrible. So yeah, she got pretty pissed. <laughs> I mean, wouldn't you? Yeah, we get like she puts pissed. her because he's she like, puts her heart and soul. It's not you just know that. he was really saying some cruel stuff about. He was though. It's like he was not being careful what he was saying. Like his mouth was just went on fire. And I think his mouth was on fire because he was like pissed at Malcolm bitching at him. So it's just like he just had to just throw his anger right on Kaylee and just. Uh, I don't think. Like, yeah, he wasn't really there. like throwing it. He wasn't really throwing it at her. He was just throwing it out, and she just kind of happened to get in the line of fire. Yeah, that's what I meant. <laughs> yeah, she just kind of happened to get in that line of fire. And you know, I get it. I've I've had to take care of somebody that has cognitive problems. Mm-hmm. Uh, my grandmother. So I mean, yeah, it's frustrating sometimes. Like it's it can be really overwhelming and frustrating. Yeah. And his, <laughs> but he does make this mistake. <laughs> He's like, oh shit, I Pretty... fucked up. As soon as she like, leaves oh yeah, the, leaves the shop. He's like, oh shit. yeah. She pieced right on out of there. <laughs> I like that look that Inara gives him. Yeah, like she's like, you know, you done fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> it's like you know you're an asshole right now, right? And, and and what's funny is the look on his face is like, yeah, I know. <laughs> you know Which I mean, you know, you know I, I get never- it. I never knew that Kaylee had a thing for Simon, though, to that point. like, Oh, yeah. Huge. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, she's she she really likes the dude. He dresses sharp. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you got to kind of give him a little, little slack, too. I mean, he's kind of like thrown into a world... He knows nothing about yeah taking care of his sister and all that. It's it's a lot for him. Yeah. So, but this, this episode still you gotta be an asshole. And this this episode is a good introduction of what the world is really like for him. It's just like yeah, it gives him a wake up reality. <laughs> but yeah, River ends up dis- like there after they leave the shop. River disappears, and he's like, "Town, look for her." Yeah, yeah, in the middle of the shot. Yeah, because yeah. uh, he gets, he gets distracted from the conversation of uh, where he turns out to be an asshole. <laughs> yeah, and River just leaves, 
and she like, disappears yeah. in Zaytown. Look for her. And the funny thing is, like, we we the like we see her, and she's like, he's like, he couldn't see her, and it's like, yo, she's right there. Just look at the right area. <laughs> he like he completely misses her, and just right. And what's funny is that the like, I think it's one of like the. I'm not sure, like, the the law enforcement just, like, walks by, and he tries to act, like, play cool in a really oh, bad yeah. way. And it's just, like... He nonchalant, like, friggin', oh my god, like a disaster movie. It's like, you know, you, if you just kept your mouth shut and not say anything, they wouldn't look so... They wouldn't be so suspicious about you, but you had to say something? Come on, I mean... Simon. I mean, yeah, but I mean, hey, but it actually does, I think that it seemed like they, if if they hadn't have been looking like they were on such, they were heading towards doing something so much, yeah, he totally would have been popped. Oh, totally. And his, his little howdy officers. <laughs> that was just so weird. <laughs> I know, right? It's like, dude, could you be more awkward? Yeah, you're making it obvious. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, man, that awkward guy in the back called. He said, hey, he wants some of his awkward back because you took all of it. <laughs> like, you took all the awkward. <laughs> man. But yeah, and then he start, has to start looking for River. Yeah. And then he... So, yeah, go ahead. Then it goes back to a scene where where Mao and Jane and are selling the cows to the people, right? And they were like trying to, they wanted a cheaper price because they said the cattle look, they look not well, atrophied. They look atrophied. I don't know what that word means. <laughs> so yeah, and then so they're trying to. Oh yeah, okay. So they're selling the cow. And the guys are trying to negotiate that price because mm-hmm. they like they drop they drop pretty big. It was like what? Oh, they settled on thirty ahead, and they were like twenty ahead. Yeah. Shepherd Bookman, he he shows that he knows some stuff going on around. Yeah. Like, like, cause he's like, hey, there gonna be a problem. <laughs> <laughs> he kind of like, yeah. cause like you. You gotta pay attention to him because there's like there's a whole subplot that they they never got to get into with him. But if you read the comics, it's in there. Oh, okay. But don't read the comics until after you watch the full series. I know that's what the comics are. I found that the comics take place after. The, yeah, the, right after the British show ends, left off. Because he had like a whole like three season arc or like two or three season arc already planned out for for the like main characters and stuff of the show yeah like he had a whole bunch planned out but it didn't get picked up for another season so yeah which is sad (laughs) it's sad for a lot of people (laughs) never stop breaking my heart on that one i think i think that's one of my biggest pissed off early cancellations yeah. That that seriously is. And the episodes are all over the place. Yeah. Because I know it's in yeah. IMDb, it says that this is episode 7. And it this episode, the safe episode came out 
after our Miss Reynolds when it's technically supposed to take place before our Miss Reynolds. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, they 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 really screwed up the ordering and stuff. Like, they didn't even play the pilot episode until I think it was like the third one they released was the pilot episode that was the long episode. Yeah. So, yeah, they just, they really, like, screwed the pooch on that one. They're like, well, people won't understand it. Yeah, thanks for, like, giving us credit on our intelligence. We're smart. Like, they seem to do that a lot. We're smarter than you think, people. Come on. Well, Suyo's still that to this day, of course. But, yeah, so it goes back to Simon trying to look for River, and then he finds River in this, like, dancing party that's going on in this park. Yeah, they're uh, the mini. Yeah, my my wife was like, because uh, they used to have a used they used to have a Renaissance fair here, and they had that kind of thing, and it's yeah. that kind of environment. It's kind of like the music, and they're all like kind of square dance, like not really square dancing, but kind of yeah, kind of like a, a river dance, not just like the medieval style group dancing. Yeah, kind of thing where they're all like doing those little hop dances and stuff, kind of jazzy. Yeah. I guess you could say. But, uh, yeah, and then River dances a storm. Yeah, she does. It's, like, real happy. And Simon just looks at how, like, he's, like, in awe, like, because he's seeing his sister all happy and dancing with actually, Yeah, actually, like, being content and happy and and okay around other people. Yeah, like, he was really surprised by that. And he was like, oh, yeah. Like, that's that's kind of he portrayed that look of contentment and happiness on his face very well. And yeah, jigging jigs and dances. Yeah, that's the what I was trying to think. Like Irish jigs and and yeah, that kind of dancing. Look like an Irish dancing there. Yeah, I was like, I was sitting here like I should know what this is. I'm Irish. What the. <laughs> <laughs> I know what this is. I, I know how, what I'm trying to say. It's just not like <laughs> it's buried back there somewhere. Shoveling pickaxe. But yeah. <laughs> oh my God. Don't let your parents come after you. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> Mom's going to be like, you know, I loved you until just now. <laughs> I heard that. <laughs> <laughs> nah, nah, she wouldn't be like that. I love you, mom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then like I know it's like a lot of back and forth from these scenes. It it goes back to where Malcolm and Jane and the shepherd, the guns start firing. You missed the spot. Simon gets kidnapped. Oh yeah, because that happens after that scene. That's because I I know they get. Yeah, because she dances and then he gets kidnapped and then it cuts to black and then cuts to the next scene. Yeah, that's like a kick which going is, back and forth. Yeah, because they kind of like yeah they they do a lot of they do a lot of story jumping between the two groups. Yeah, and yeah, so the deal goes south because apparently the guy's murdered somebody that they're selling to that uh, Mal and the team are selling to. And oh, that's why they looked at fish. And, uh, and uh, well, the group that were skinning the rabbit were the ones that kidnapped Simon. Yeah. And then the other guys were nervous because they were, like, really twitchy and nervous. And it was Shepard Book points out. 
And yeah, and then apparently they were wanted for murder. And the law shows up. Always making situations better. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Saying that very sarcastically. Yeah. The, <laughs> then as the, like the gunfire is happening with with the because law enforcement come in and they, they jump in the gunfight and Shepard gets gets shot during everybody. Shepard gets taken in and he gets taken to the infirmary and they they're like wondering where Simon is and they can't find him. Right, he sends Washington to town to to go and find Simon, which he can't. Yeah, and it's like you know, forget it. We just leave him. And, and well, well, they missed the post that says that people get kidnapped yeah. by basically like an isolated group that kind of live out of the way. Yeah, and so basically, Mal gets left with the choice: either try to find Simon and River, or and lose Shepherd. Or try and get Shep- the Shepherd help, a Shepherd book help, and leave Simon and River. Now, something I want to point out on this. Now, I get it because I, I, after watching it, because I rewatched the episode earlier mm-hmm. today, and I, I, I actually finally got really understood that decision and how he made it. Because mm-hmm. if you think about it, he's a doctor. Simon is. Yeah. They kidnap people, like they find out, you know, they kidnap people because they need them as tradesmen, etc. Yeah. They find out that's the type of people. So he knew that they would be safe. So in actuality, it was a non-decision. Yeah. In that moment, because basically at this point, Shepard's already like gone into cardiac once. Oh yeah, he got a seizure. That was, mm-hmm. that was not so great to see. And, uh, and yeah, so he was, he was basically, he was critical. Yeah. So, I mean, you know that they're not going to kill their doctor. You, you have a bit of time because you know, they're not going to kill the doctor they just got. So, yeah. And I, it was funny because I'd never really thought about it that way. Mm-hmm. Like I'd never really thought about that, how he made that decision. And I was like, today it was just like, Oh, I get it. <laughs> It's just kind of like, that's why I like this series so much watching it. It's because like every time, it's one of those, every time you watch it, you find new stuff. And uh, yeah. What's funny is that Kaylee, I mean, after that argument she had with Simon, she was like worried. She's like, oh, you can't leave Simon. We have to look for him. It's like, don't worry about it. <laughs> and he's like, uh, well, we already lost two today. I'm not losing one. Uh, I'm not going to make it a third. Yeah. And like he's got He's got this really weird way of making decisions and which I get as a captain and all these people under your, your watch. Yeah. You've got to kind of be careful of how you say what you say. Like there's a lot to think about that situation. Yeah. But he does have pretty, pretty shit communication skills. He does. Mal does. Mal has such a. Oh my god! But, but like, it's understandable too because there there's a certain area where it's like you don't want to worry the others, but then again, you have to make these decisions where you don't want you. There's points where it's easier to be be the asshole, yeah, instead of wasting time with questions. That you could just be the asshole and be done with it and get what has to be done done. Yeah, Cause... so like I, I get that. Yeah, and 
To be honest with you, I think this scene is probably kind of hard for people to rewatch because knowing that the actor Ron Glass had oh, passed yeah. away, and just like this to yeah. watch this. After yeah, I thought knowing, the same thing. It's like, oh my god, this is supposed to be knowing that he already had passed away and has seen the scene is just like it's kind of yeah. So it's it's, like, it's it is weird. It's like wow. I, I thought the I thought the same exact thing as you did when I watched. It. I was like, man, it's so sad that he passed away. Yeah, and then you're watching it and you're like, this is kind of. This kind of gets a little, feels a little too real. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's like it felt a little too real going on at this moment. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, she was a great actor. You know, I mean, he did a lot of of good acting, and which all of them have. Yeah, uh, a lot of them did a lot of good stuff on uh, sci-fi. Did yeah. great work on sci-fi channel series. Various other. I mean, you know, he's he was a really good actor. He he really was, and it's it's sad, but that's the way of life. Pretty much. <laughs> so, but yeah, all right. So they leave the planet now. Yeah, and the the funny thing is that because Simon was like, "Oh, don't worry, the, the my my friends will come and save me," and and then so, the, yeah. the guys look up in the sky and it's like, "Well, they just left now, so I don't think it's gonna happen." There's the. <laughs> The Firefly, uh, yeah, and you see this really good shot, which actually, the CG really wasn't that, like, considering when it came out, the CG is actually really good. Like, it's not great and wonderful or anything, but considering what they were working with at the time, the CG is not bad, and it's a really good shot of the Firefly, of Serenity, the, the Firefly ship Serenity just lifting up and taking off, and obviously in an out-of-atmo trajectory. <laughs> Yeah. So it's like, yeah, they're leaving you. <laughs> yeah. And I, I forgot to mention that this is River gets taken with them because they, because that River ends up like running into where the men are with Simon and they see her yeah, and they just decide to take her as well. If she thinks it's a game. It's like, oh, I found you. Yeah. <laughs> and. And you have to give it up to him, man. At least, at least he gave, he tried to get, he gave a good, when it comes down to it, man, Simon, Simon's got fight in him. Yeah. When it comes down to it, Simon's got, got some decent little fight in him. Well, this so, one, yeah, there was one thing I forgot to mention while they were like, when there's like the gunfight that happened, they had like some crappy sound effects for the guns. It was like laser. Uh, yeah, yeah, the kind of the, the <laughs> yeah. It's not really like just a gunshot. It kind of they add a little extra to the gunshot to to make it. it I like it. I love it. I didn't. Like I think it. it sounds. I don't. You know. don't like the gunfire because <laughs> it's like unnecessary. They weren't laser guns. They were actual normal guns that you know, like we use. You know, modern right? guns. But I just did understand why they had that futuristic sound. It was just ambiance effect. I get like, it was that's... in the future, but they're using guns that are not. <laughs> Unless they're trying to pretend that they're futuristic, but right. But I mean, they're basically like they're. I mean, they're basically like slide actions, 
revolvers. Yeah. Uh, I think there's only like one laser in the entire series, which is later on. And there's like one laser gun. Oh. I don't know. I like that's it. it. I felt like <laughs> the sound effects were unnecessary. That's just my no, opinion. Oh, <laughs> wait, wait, no, I'll take it back. There are two, but only one of them fires. There are two laser guns, but only one of them fires. So, yeah, I mean, I get it. I enjoyed it, but I can see where somebody wouldn't. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I just, I, I thought it was kind of neat. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, it's it, it was a bit of a weird style choice. Yeah, it was. I'm like, what the hell are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> there's also a scene in this in this segment where there's a flashback to Simon and River. I mean, Simon's talking to his parents about River. And... Right, because she's send, she's sending the letters, which are strange. Making you know, like the the letters makes sense to anyone reading them that doesn't understand. Yeah. But like basically the whole thing is her trying to send a message to Simon in the letter that something's wrong. Yeah. Uh making references to people that they don't know. Strange sentence like strange ways of saying things. Yeah. Kind of like in Hancock. Whenever he he buys the alcohol and the dude puts in the basically like massively charges for the the amount so that he looks down and see that it says nine one one that kind of style yeah. thing kind of like if anybody knows the person it doesn't send up a red red flag but anybody who knows them it should send up a red flag that something is wrong yeah like type letters it seemed like because to me it seemed like. Simon knew that she was schizophrenic, and well, she she wasn't at that time. Oh, because that's the point. Is at that time she wasn't because she was okay. Because I remember um, early early in the episode, Mal was complaining about River. Simon was trying to tell her, tell him that she's schizophrenic. She is at this point because whenever all those letters were coming, she was at a special academy. Yeah. So she was away at a school, but she was trying to say that something's not right here. Something is going on here. Okay, I thought. The, yeah, that uh, that's signs. easy to miss. Yeah. Later on, actually, in the next two episodes, you actually learn what's going on. Okay. And one of the next two episodes, I believe. But yeah, like she's going to an academy for smart people. Yeah. But because at this point. Simon's graduated and he's a surgeon. He's a top surgeon. Yeah. And, and she's at the special academy. But the parents are what pissed me off on that scene. Yeah. Cause the parents, cause they're were... just like so dismissive. Yeah. That's what I was saying. I think his parents are much, are real assholes. I noticed his father was like in the beginning, like pressuring him to be a doctor. And I'm like, okay. This, this kind of reminds me of my father. Like, always pressing yeah. you to be a doctor and stuff. But, yeah. Right. And then later on, you see how even more cruel the parents are. Because they just, like, they started saying that he's the crazy one and he's always stressed out. This is why yeah. you need to get your life together because you worry about your sister like, too much. And it's just... And it's like, you see how close they are. Wouldn't you, like, listen to, to your your 
child, if they're like, you know how close we are, like me and my sister are, and I'm saying there's something wrong here. And he directly points out, you know, lines in the letters. He's like, this is not right. And they're like, oh, being, you know, being so dismissed. They're, they are the, the richy rich uppity asshole yeah. type. Like they, that's, they're the epitome of that. <laughs> the yeah. parents are. To me, it made me start thinking that they, these are the type of parents that just want their, just want to have children for their money. That's what to be. To use them up to be successful, and yeah, it's like it's like they have kids, and then it's like we, they, I don't know, it's it's like so weird how that line of thought goes. It's like you've got to be successful, and you've got to do this, and you've got to fit in this little box that we make for you. Yes, so you can give us money in return, and you can live off your money. That's what it makes it seem like. It's like they've got that vibe to them. But I mean, they're already rich as all get out, high guess, social class. <laughs> I guess but, they want to keep the class going, not like not have a well, downfall. Well, and they they've got that they've got that everybody else's approval is so important to us. Yeah, because at one point they're like, "Well, you're going to mess up your career," and Simon's like, "Screw my career." Yeah, I care more about my sister than I do what other people think or even my own career because I'm worried. And they're just like, oh, you're being silly. Yeah. And it's just like, you just want to like reach in the screen and just smack them both. <laughs> yeah. I've felt that way. I mean, it's like, oh my God, just like, parents are terrible. They are. They really are. But, you know, he, <laughs> He he really just I don't know, man. He just he really shows his his willingness to fight though too. Yeah. Because he's just like, I don't care what you think. This is what's going on. Yeah. So he uh, Simon really has his moments, his character. Like he's a love hate character. Yeah, you I know? like him. He's like one of I do too. But sometimes you're like, oh, he's such a dick. And then other times, you <laughs> know, it's just like... But Malcolm really is like... a dick sometimes. <laughs> oh, no, Malcolm's a dick all the time. Yeah, all the time. <laughs> <laughs> but, but he's funny about it, and he's clever about it. So... <laughs> but, like, yeah, and... Uh, okay, so, like, the parents and all that, they yeah, they just, like, dismiss... Any factual evidence. Yeah. Gotta love those people. <laughs> and then, uh, what, uh, what else? Oh, uh, did you have fun yet? Fun at the Danville's party this year? I thought it was rather bland. It's like, we don't even know anybody by that name. <laughs> it's just, wow. The, oh. And I'm pretty sure we're probably gonna see more of them in the later episodes. Or yeah, okay. <laughs> I, I think you do see a little bit more of the parents and and how they are, if I remember right. Oh, because they okay. didn't they didn't show they just show that part and then that was it for the rest of the then, no. There was then there was the other there, there was the other scene with the parents too, which comes later. Okay, so they it goes back to the scene where uh where. Zoe is trying to like 
Nurse Shepard and uh, Anara tries to suggest like other medical facilities to try to like nurse Shepard, and they decided to ask about the alliance. Like they yeah, uh, the cruiser Magellan that they make a reference to, they go to it for medical assistance. Yeah. so <laughs> Which is a strange choice for Mal. <laughs> yeah, that was just strange to decide to ask the Lions for help. And then, But I mean, I get it, though. They, they, he didn't really have much choice. Yeah. <laughs> So, and they were they were by the way we missed we missed a one one big point the planet they were on was very backwater kind of out of the way not very very much you don't go there unless you got a reason to be there yeah type planet it's it's very backwater it's one of those back back dealing planets that you go to because nobody's gonna go that far out of the way for nothing. Nobody wants to go out that far just to watch tumbleweeds. Because, <laughs> you know, tumbleweeds so exciting. Yeah. And then as they, when they get to Lions and explain to Lions what happened to Shepard, and eventually Shepard mentions he has a Lions ID card. It's, it's sh- an, uh, everybody has the ident cards, the identity yeah. cards. Yeah. So he's like, check the uh, ident card. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. And they saw the ident card and they, like, I was like, okay, we are, we'll bring him in and just try to get him back to health. And yeah, because they turn him down at first until after he says, check my ident. Yeah. And then he's like, get him to the, get him to the infirmary. Yeah. And you notice that Val was, like, very suspicious about that. Kind of scene. Oh like, yeah, all of them were. Yeah, because it was like, what the hell? Did he work with the lions before? And yeah, he... that's like, because that's very weird. It's just like, wait a second, y'all had no interest in helping us, and then because they don't get to see what the, what it says on the, it's a little handheld thing, so yeah. they don't see what it says, and so and they don't, they're not really saying anything about what it says. And so, yeah, it puts up kind of a little point of suspicion, for sure. Yeah, um, Shepard does explain that he did work for them back then, like, when things were... No, he he doesn't really explain anything. He just kind of says, like, there's a conversation, but it's kind of hinted at. Yeah. They they never... Because that kind of goes on later into the comics. Okay. Yeah, where you find out that story. Okay, so you don't find out the TV show that much. No, oh, that man. was that was part of the that was part of the arc that was going to be going into the next season. Oh wow! Okay. Yeah, they were going to cover Shepard's past. All right, so, which is very interesting, by the way. Okay, so I think I have something to look forward to in the comic books then. Oh yeah, the comic books are great. Yeah, I've been seeing them in the comic shops. I just haven't read them. They're they're worth a read. Okay. Yeah, series, comic books, and then the movie. Yeah, uh, is the order, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, I think that's how it goes. Yeah, they're so, still continuing. The, they're still making the comic books. Are they still making the comic? I thought I thought it was a limited run. No, they they decided to continue it. 
Oh, like okay. Recently. Well, okay. So there's a there's a short run yeah, that goes between run. the series and the movie. Okay, I didn't. I, I got some catching up on some Firefly comics because now they have an <laughs> ongoing series. And all right, and I got something to look forward to because I saw it in the comic book shop like last month, and it's like, oh shit, the comics are actually there. And I forgot. <laughs> I forgot what issue they were on already. I think it was like, because I know there was a limited series that had, it was called Serenity. And yeah. That's also the name of the tabletop RPG for it. Yeah. And the movie. And then, well. yeah. Yeah, so. So, oh, we missed, we missed the point. Are we, oh wait, are we on where Simon starts taking care of the people in the village? Yeah, that's what I was going to discuss after the Shepherd thing going on. Because it goes okay. a lot of back and forth, and I want to keep going back and forth. So, yeah, <laughs> but yeah. yeah uh, okay, I get you. I get what you're going. Where you're going, but yeah, like because they, they actually have like that small discussion while Shepard's in surgery. Yeah, where where they're like, "Wow, that's kind of they they really point out that that that's that's kind of a bizarre thing to happen. Alliance doesn't just like turn around and change their mind like that." Yeah, that's that's not really how they work. It's just like I remember watching that for the first time and watching him like the way it happened and just being like, "What in the world? That's such a strange thing that they just did that." And it's quite suspicious. <laughs> yeah, I found out the comic you can tell the comic book has thirteen issues so far and it's still going. Yeah. Oh, okay. I'm gonna have to give that a read. Yeah, it has an ongoing series. Cause I, the character, I really like the characters and stuff. So it's yeah. it's my wife will be happy to find that out. <laughs> <laughs> and so yeah, going back to the the show, they there's a they go back to there's some scenes that they go back to where Simon and River they meet with this woman. Talking about the sick people that's in the town that that they needed a doctor, and that's one reason why they kidnapped him. Right. And the I remember the doctor was trying to convince him to stay. Yeah. Uh, she was. Yeah. She was just kind of like, you know, um. Wherever you go, you know, you can kind of make that your home. You're on a journey. And I, I, Simon rightly points out, yeah, y'all kidnapped us. Yeah. It's like, it's not like we chose or ended up here. You kind of took us off the streets. Yeah. <laughs> and there's the little girl, Ruby. You know, I that doesn't. I just saw something out. What? They had no idea. Because in the INDB, it says that Zach Efron was playing young Simon. Oh my god, that was Zach. Yeah, I'm like, oh that my is. god. Oh my god, that was him. Young like, Simon is Zach Efron. <laughs> oh my god, that must be one of his first acting careers then. I mean, first. God, he's so <laughs> young there. <laughs> my wife was just like, I knew I knew who he was. <laughs> <laughs> Wow, I can't believe that was him. Because, <laughs> like, the, the face looks familiar, and then 
you point that out, and it's like, well, oh, that was his first acting. Because I looked in IMDb, and that was his first acting gig that he did. It was a, that was his first role. My wife's just like, I've been trying to figure out who that was for three years. Really? Oh, it's been God. longer than that. She's like, I've been because like, what? Like I told you, we watched it earlier, and she's, you know, you kind of get that. Just like we don't like, you get that. I know that face from somewhere. She's she's a big Disney person. She loves Disney stuff. But that's interesting that he started out in Firefly. I didn't. <laughs> nice. You even got me on some trivia there. Yeah, because I just so, I'm looking at the IMDb because I'm trying to figure out what was the woman's name that was oh, that was asking Simon to stay, and her name was Dora Lee. Because I oh, okay. remember they didn't mention her. I don't know if they mentioned her name or not. But... She's the school teacher. That's all I know. So they may have her under school teacher. Yeah, it is, they put a name for her. It's Dora Lee. But, mm. but yeah. Oh, that's the character name? Yeah, it's the character's name. Her real name okay. is Erica. The, the actress is Erica Tazel, which I don't know. I don't that either. <laughs> but yeah. That's the only thing I could think of ever seeing her in. Yeah, but yeah, it's just there was convincing Simon. She was convincing Simon to say and she. She was like, like saying like, oh, he was like chosen by God to stay here. Like she was like being religious. Yeah, it's it seems. Yeah, you realize you realize they're they're a pretty. They seem to be a pretty religious people in that in that little town. Yeah. You start the finding out town of kidnappers. later on. You say you find out they're more religious. So, oh yeah, they're they're like zealot religious. Yeah, it's just so <laughs> funny. And then you see River talking to a little girl. Mm-hmm. Yeah, little uh, her. They're sitting there. Ruby and her are sitting there talking, or not really talking, but River's just kind of sitting there in front of her and. They're just kind of like, I don't know, there's not really any talking going on. There's just like they're looking at each other. Yeah. Which seems like a weird scene, but but they're in the background too. Yeah. And kind of for kinda of, yeah. <laughs> That's in the very beginning and then after Simon had nursed everybody to health and then River gets the 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 Hodgeberries. Hodgeberries, yes. yes. <laughs> and she starts giving it to Simon, and she starts. I don't. This is weird because she starts remembering that, you know, she's like, she's like, started feeling bad for Simon because, like, oh, I took you away from your career, and it's just like, yeah, everything's my fault, and it's just she has, she has one of her moments of lucidity. Yeah, and it's just like where she kind of realizes, yeah. And it's just like, wow, she does understand what Simon goes through. Like, she does know what she does know about what she, how she affected his life growing up. Like, she does know. She's not oblivious yeah. to everything that goes on. Like, she is aware. Oh yeah, she she does. She has a level of awareness. Like, it's anybody with those kind of cognitive problems like that. They have yeah. moments of of extreme lucidity where they have an understanding of the things going on and and kind of they realize what's going on. And I, it was a really heartfelt scene. Yeah, and then she mentions about her de- the her father and Simon got yeah. worried about that. 
Yeah, it's saying uh, that their father will come. There's a point in between here and there, or is it this? I, I might be jumping ahead of you, so I'm not going to. Because uh, <laughs> I, I think I was about to jump ahead of you. But no. yeah, and then she and she tricks him, uh, saying that the uh, berries are poisonous. Oh yeah, it did. She did say that afterwards. Yeah, she's like, <laughs> yeah, but she's like, these are even better than the ones at wherever the other bush was, uh, by the neighbor's house where they live. And she's like, yeah, but they're poisonous. <laughs> <laughs> and it was a he, he believed. Yeah. It was a good joke. <laughs> and because the, the thing is, River decides to tell Dorley, the the, the woman, about the yeah. the about what she said when she was talking to Ruby about about how, the the mother tried to kill the the two daughters. Yeah, and that Ruby got away. Yeah, that's what they were talking about, and. Dorley was like shocked at how, you know, how River knew about that because Ruby doesn't talk. She doesn't. Right. Because she was, she was, she got so excited about you got her to talk. Yeah. Which, understandable. Yeah. And then. And. And then they decided to call her a witch. (laughs) Well, yeah, because it was, she was like. River's like, no, Ruby doesn't talk. Her voice got scared away. Yeah. And she's like, well, if she doesn't talk, the the teacher realizes if she doesn't talk, how do you know that? Because there's no way for River to have known that unless Ruby would have told her. Yeah. Or somebody would have told her. But they remained in that, that one little building pretty much the entire time. And so, yeah, then she's like, she quotes the scripture, and they shall walk amongst you. And, oh my gosh, I, I should know the rest of the scripture. They will walk amongst you, and basically saying, thou shalt not suffer a witch to live. And, yeah, which, you missed the scene. The other scene with the parents that actually show how big of assholes that oh, the parents okay. are. Go ahead. Did you? Uh, I don't think don't I put think it down my like... notes. I don't. Oh, okay. Do it. I think I missed. Where it. the? Huh? <laughs> I think I missed writing it down. But go ahead. Okay. Where the dad goes to pick him up and bail him out of jail because he was in a blackout zone. Oh. Simon was, and yeah, and he gets like onto him. Be like, I had to pay two thousand credits, and and like apparently, if you go into a structure like that, it goes on your permanent record. Even just bailing somebody out. And he goes like all crazy about their reputation and how it's going to, to tarnish their family name. And, and I mean, he just like comes down on Simon. What are you trying to do? Tear this family apart? And I love Simon's retort to that. I didn't realize it would be so easy. <laughs> like, it's just like, cause I he's do been trying. That scene now, yeah. Yeah, and he's like try been trying to tell the dad something's going on. Something's not right. And dad basically flat out says, If you get in trouble like this again, I'm not coming. Yeah. And <laughs> yes, and that really like shows how self centered and self serving and and Richie bitch his parents are, or at least his dad really. 
I'm sure the mother in that kind of situation, the mother's more of the type of sit back, says nothing, and just goes with what the the, the father says. Yeah, she you does. Know? That's what it and, does seem uh, like. Yeah. And it looks like they're like very suspect on how they hide like they're like something is up with the parents and they're like hiding something from their children. Well, yeah. Maybe I could see that. I don't know if it's true, but uh it's they they're just really wrapped around their public you know, I mean they oh, have that basic Yeah, that that basic high class society thought. Oh, <clears throat> what will they think of me? What will they think of us? Do nothing that could possibly shame the family name. That type of of attitude. Like it matters what these people think. They're more concerned about what other people think about them than the fact of, hey, your daughter's off at an academy sending weird letters, and guess what? She's being experimented on. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, it's like, wow. So, yeah. Simon's just kind of like, whatever, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And we eventually see it goes back to the shepherd getting better in the infirmary. Yeah. Yeah, finally, Shepard's actually feeling better, and they decided to take him back to the ship, and everything was fine. And it goes back, then the scene goes back to Simon trying to save his sister and yells at the people from the, the townspeople because they're getting ready to burn her. <laughs> burn her at the stake for yeah. being a witch. Yes. Yeah. And, and Simon says, you know what? I'm going to join in too. You could burn me as well. Now, now here's a good scene though, because whenever he goes to kind of try and intervene, he gets in a little scuffle with a couple of guys. Man, he takes, like, he knocks them down and stuff, man. He he throws some, some fighting punches really, really well. Yeah. <laughs> like, he puts up a good fight. And then there, once he gets up there, he's like, well, you'll have to do it, burn me too. They're like, well, that's not going to stop us. Yeah, the guy. Wow. I remember, like, I think the guy who's, like, in charge of the townspeople was there. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. And River points out that uh, he's, like, basically saying, he said, I can't remember what they call him, but, like, basically what they call it. But, and she's like, he's like, do you know what that means to River? He's like, you're, you're the governor, basically. And you're the governor now. And then basically lays out that, oh, yeah, if you were alone with the former governor, yeah. And then he died. And that's when he goes, Witch, burn her! Yeah. Like, because, I mean, River just basically calls him out. It's like, yeah, I know who you are. You're the, you're basically, you run the town. Yeah. And you killed the guy before you. Hey! <laughs> so, yeah, that went well. And, yeah, and then they get in the scuffle, and then Simon joins her, and then he's just finally like, Light it. <laughs> yeah. He's brave, man. He like he shows some he's got his points, man. He just shows some massive bravery. So mm. you gotta give it up to Simon. When it comes to his sister, there there ain't nothing that that's gonna stop him from taking care of and protecting his sister. Yeah. And then the Serenity crew comes in and tries to save Simon and River. And uh, Yeah, I like it. Because Jane's hanging out with a shotgun out of the bottom bay. 
Yeah. He's just like, and really good line comes out of that. Oh, jeez, I got to remember the setup to it. <laughs> Put it down. Looks like looks like we got here in the nick of time. What does that make us? Zoe's like, big damn heroes. He's like, and Mal's just like, ain't we just? Oh, God, that was so corny. <laughs> I liked it. It it was corny, but it was good corny. <laughs> and it's like they're saying, you can't stop us. This is God's will. And now saying, it might be God's will, but you see that guy up there holding a big gun? Well, this I'm not saying it wasn't easy to find you, but this was out of our way. And he didn't want to be here in the first place. So he's looking to kill some folk. So it's his will you best be worrying about. Yeah. Which, I mean, Jane is not someone you'd really want to get on the bad side of. Yeah. He'd be pretty quick to just kind of shoot you down. And I remember that his, like, Simon was shocked that Mal was going to save him. Oh, yeah. There's another thing I forgot. There's another scene. Because Mal, like, says that we're going to save this doctor here. We need him. Uh, yeah, it's like, uh, no, it's like, um, she's a witch. He says, yeah, she may be a witch, but she's our witch. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, this is our doctor. And yeah. And he's cut. They're coming with us. Yeah. And, then it's and like, uh, go ahead. take him into the, the ship. And yeah. Yeah. That's when Simon actually is like shocked, like. Why? Why did you save me? I thought you was like didn't like me or hated me. And it's just like, no, I didn't hate you. I was gonna come back for you. I just no. Well, Mal's more few words because the way he, because uh, like he said, that's kind of this is kind of like their bonding moment. Yeah, it was that bonding moment. And he's just kind of like you don't even like me. And Mal's just like you're part of my crew. Yeah. He's like, why did, that doesn't understand. Why'd you come back to me? You're part of my crew. Why are we still talking about this? Yeah. He's like, I, like, he wanted to come back to him. He just couldn't at the time. So he just yeah. Tried to get him later. It, Mal, Mal seems like an asshole, but I mean, he's, he's got a big heart. Yeah. He just, he doesn't show it. He's not one to just be like outward with emotions. <laughs> so, you know. Yeah, and then they had their, that. they had the usual dinner at and that was the end of the episode. Yeah. But yeah, I did like, I did like this episode. It was very fun and it was interesting to see to see learning about River and Simon's backstory. And, yeah. And it 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 kinda of gives you it they kind of made it a little more River and Simon centric. Yeah. And it really lets you kind of learn their characters a lot better. Yeah. And it shows and it shows a lot about the shepherd. Like it shows a lot about kind of like leaving mystery on him. Yeah. So we got backstory on on these characters and I I really enjoy that getting to know them. Yeah. The writing on that episode I thought was really good. The jumping back and forth is good when you're watching it, but it does make it kind of difficult to cover the talking yeah, about the episode. talking about the episode, because I was like, you know what, I don't want to keep going back and forth, back and forth. Then we just like yeah. discuss one particular part, section, and then go to another <laughs> section, because it's like a lot to... 
<laughs> it's yeah. And they, but they really pack a lot of development into one episode. Yeah. Like, Josh Reed, man, gotta give it up to him. He's, he's, he's a storytelling genius. Yeah. He, he's really good at what he does. Yeah. That's for sure. Okay. So, in, at least at this point, have you found your favorite character yet? I think it's, um, I don't know. I had to, still I still haven't quite gotten there, yeah, huh? I still haven't gotten there. Alright, alright, right. which characters are you, like, enjoying the most so far? I am enjoying Simon and, yeah, I think only, because uh, I do enjoy all of them. They all have their moments. Oh, yeah. Well, and see, that's what makes them, that's what makes the characters so real. It's like, there's not really, they all have their moments to shine, to to show their different sides. Like they're not like it's not it's not like a lot of other shows where it's just like, oh well this is the good guy, this is the sidekick, this is so all the story leans the story like spreads out between all the different characters very, very yeah. well. So like which Wash still hasn't gotten his moment in the sun. And uh, Zoe still hasn't really gotten hers yet either. Yeah, she hasn't gotten her moment to shine yet. But but they they all get on like they really. And then the one the, those moments they say a lot about the characters and like they're it's it's really hard to not like all of them. Like even Jane, man. I don't know. I still haven't liked Jane. He's my least favorite. To be honest. <laughs> just like just like some of the other ones, he just. You just gotta remember, he's a screw up, but he's like, he's the screw up, but it's not because he's wanting to be or anything like that. It's because he doesn't really know anything else. Yeah. But he doesn't really, he doesn't really know that family type thing. And he's still kind of trying to figure that whole deal out. Yeah. Which we did miss a scene where Jane raids the doctor's cabin. Uh, oh, yeah. Cabin. Oh, there was yeah. a scene where he takes, he takes, I think, money from Simon's book bag, I think. He takes, like, money and, like, a whole bunch of other things. And he opens the journal. He's like, oh, the pop is prick today. <laughs> it is so funny because there's a, and in the end of the episode, like, you see him, like, trying to act like he didn't do anything. And it's just like he just like what? dumps everything out. <laughs> He's like, "Hey, doctor, glad to have you back." Because <laughs> he, I don't think he was thinking he's gonna come back. Like, I, <laughs> he's like, I think he was shocked that Malcolm wanted to get him too. Well, he tried to to be like, "Yeah, things will be a lot easier without him." Yeah, which I mean, and Zoe agreed, which would be true, but kind of. You you can tell because of his his history that he's not the type to just be like oh yeah just write somebody like oh his crew off yeah you know he's he's an above and beyond for his crew whether he likes you or not it doesn't really matter per se if he considers you family then he's got your back yeah and yeah so this is I'll give this episode eight I think an eight yeah <laughs> it's a good episode. It was a good episode. I liked it a lot. So, 
And this comes like near comes my next episode. The next episode, like the best episode I've seen so far. <laughs> it was really entertaining. So we have Firefly episode six, our Miss Reynolds. And and the summary for this episode is a woman claiming to be Mal's wife appearing aboard Serenity. That's I don't know. That's such a short summary. I don't like left like that. I I could give a better summary. Basically, after a job, a woman appears aboard Serenity and claiming to be Mal's wife. And in an effort to remedy the situation, hilarity ensues. And find out what's going on and how this came to be. Yeah. That's a much... Maybe I need to go on there and be like, yeah, edit. Because <laughs> that is a crap summary, dude. He has only like, one that's sentence. A, <laughs> that's a bad summary of a really good episode. Yeah. And so, yeah, this episode starts with... the. Uh, it was like a very funny comedy scene that was like, why was that there? It was just like just trying to make us laugh. Like the first. I minutes. loved it. It's like the horse. Thing. I loved it because you, they're in the carriage thing. It was uh, the covered wagon. Yeah, yeah. It was Mal and and Jane. Yeah, Mal and Jane. Yeah, they were in the the wagon, and like horsemen come up to them and just like they wanted to steal the boat. Like it was like a boat wagon. It was kind of weird, but whatever. Yeah, and, it was like an old timey horse carriage bank boat wagon. Yeah. That they like one of the ones they used to use to carry money from bank to bank whenever they did collections and whatnot. Yeah. Up front is Mal and Jane, but Mal's in disguise. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. He like, suddenly, he starts revealing himself because he was, he was a woman in the dress and it's just so funny. Yeah. <laughs> He's got on a dress and a bonnet. <laughs> and he starts Cause... killing the men. Well, he throws out a really good line because the men stop him and they're like, we're going to take what you got and uh, we're going to have relations with your missus there. Jane pulls out the line. Oh, I don't think you want to do that. She sure is mighty. She's powerfully ugly. (laughs) Mal looks up. How could you say that? You're not the man I married. (laughs) They throw the guns up and Mal looks at him and says, if you touch your steel, I swear by my pretty floral bonnet, I will end you. <laughs> I love that scene. I thought that, that scene was just great comedy. Yeah, it was like, good comedy. They, they, and gunfight, they stopped the, the, the bandits. Yeah. And then it jumps to a scene where they're at a party and yeah, they're in a, like, in a, they're in a town's party. They're having a celebration, yeah. and Anara is talking to Miles, talking about like why would you? Why was you the one that's in a dress? Like, couldn't you just got Kate Lee to do it? And he's just like, no, it wouldn't work that way. Like, it's a line that he had said. I forgot. But. Yeah, uh, he's like, uh, oh, jeez, oh, it's escaping me too. Uh, basically, stating what I thought I looked pretty. <laughs> In the general, if that's what he was saying. He's like, oh, I looked pretty, though. <laughs> yeah, like, it was better off for him to be in the dress rather than Kaylee. <laughs> and he was just kind of, like, sidestepping with an excuse. And, <laughs> and the party just, like, it's, like, basically a, 
a bonfire party. Yeah, that's what it was. And everybody's like drinking and the townspeople are all celebrating that they got rid of the bandits. And Yeah, I think that's what it was for. That they got rid of yeah. the bandits in the, in the first five minutes. Yeah, that's what it was. Yeah. And, yeah, and Jane gets the rain stick. Yeah. The rain stick. They were, like, really drunk at that moment there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I imagine probably what they were drinking was a whole lot of moonshine. <laughs> so, like, that, that's what I would imagine. <laughs> yeah. And then the party is over, and they decide to go in the ship and leave the area. And... All of a sudden, Malcolm runs into this late this woman, and she starts mentioning that he's his, that that she is his wife. Right. Oh uh, yeah. <laughs> and you know, freaking Mal is shocked about the whole situation, and then we then he goes to tell because Zoe walks in and he, he decides to tell Zoe about the about that this is his wife. And, yeah. And She's the, like, what? <laughs> And you know the funny thing is that Zoe decides to call everyone. It's just like Ma's like, no, I didn't want that. Stop! Like, I just said wash. <laughs> I just wanted wash down here. <laughs> it's like she makes an announcement. It's like everyone come in here. We have an announcement to make. <laughs> it's like oh, that was Ma such a dick move, but it's hilarious. <laughs> Like, I'd like y'all to meet Mrs. Reynolds. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. This is so funny how everyone starts poking jokes at him. It's just like. Oh yeah. And it's just like, Mal's like, I did marry her. And the whole time it's just like, he's not meaning to, but everything he's saying is just like hurting her feelings worse and making it worse. And making it worse. And Shepard's had to say a few things. And, yeah, and then Shepard explains, yeah, you did kind of marry her. Yeah, uh, he starts explaining how did he marry her. <laughs> yeah, because uh, he asked Simon if he had a encyclopedia. And Simon's like, yeah. And it's like, well, according to this, basically... And all the stuff from the party that happened, like, kind of in the background that you see the shepherd see. Yeah, and it's like, so technically, you did marry her. Yes, you did. This is like, yeah. And Mal throws out the divorce line. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, oh my gosh, it's so funny. Yeah, this, <sighs> this episode is hilarious. It's just talking smack back and forth. It's just going. Oh, man. And they're so good at it, too. Yeah. Like, they're so good at it. <laughs> and the funny thing is that Mal decides, like, he wants a divorce. He talks about yeah. like, having a divorce like, with the wife. What is this saying there about divorce? <laughs> That's when she's just, like, cr- runs out of the room crying. Oh, yeah, she starts crying. and Yeah. And it's like, I'll talk to her. Are you sure that's a good idea? One thing me and her have in common is we're both the only ones who don't think this is funny. <laughs> Which, I mean, I get. It's like, we're both the ones kind of like stuck in this shit situation. Glad you are having a laugh. Yeah. But not so great for us. We're kind of trying to figure it all out. <laughs> and he talks to Jane. How drunk was I last night? 
<laughs> oh yeah, that was so funny. <laughs> Jane's like, oh no, I'm blacked out. <laughs> <laughs> That's when you know it was just like, or it was it blacked out or passed out? I think passed out. One of those two. No, I think but yeah, it's it's how, how drunk was I last night? Yeah, it was just so funny. <laughs> oh my god, it was just like, yeah, no. Yeah, it always sucks when you get drunk at night and you wake up the next day and, oh, what do you know? You got a wife. <laughs> I call that a Friday. It reminds me of those uh, <laughs> those stupid lost, those Hollywood marriages that they have. Or... The, the Las Vegas yes. ones and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, those cheesy Elvis. And, like, they have skydiving ones. Yeah, they, like, you could get married with somebody, like, very instantly and it's just not you not you don't remember some people that like, get drunk and not remember they they did that. Yeah, what's bad is that happens so much is they actually had to pass a specific law in Las Vegas where like within a certain amount of time they extended it. Where within a certain amount of time if you're like, Yeah, no, didn't mean to do this, you can actually go and get it. They extended the amount of time that you can get it annulled. Yeah. Like that's that's when you know Las Vegas, you got a problem. <laughs> Which hey, you know, everybody's got their problems, Las Vegas. <laughs> so yeah, and basically like what, she runs like in the engine room. Yeah, and Mal decides to talk to her and tries to calm her down and he does a pretty good job. He doesn't yeah. do that bad. Like he actually shows his sweet side and I was like okay Malcolm's not always an asshole not always just usually only 98.9% of the time yeah <laughs> nah he's not quite that bad though yeah and it was it was a good talk and he somehow convinced her like she ends up wanting to cook for him yeah it was like they've got a couple of weeks or so before they get to the next planet yeah and basically, she gets it in her head. Hey, I can, in that time, I can convince you to keep me. Yeah. I guess would be the way to say that. It sounds horrible saying it, but it's kind of like the conversation they have. Yeah. Like, it's not Mel's idea. It's her. She's like, so I have two weeks to convince you that I'll be a good wife. Yeah. And I was like, I guess. <laughs> yeah, Mal goes, Mal goes uh, along with it and he just lets her go go to the kitchen, get ready to make a meal for him. And as well, he's, as he's uh, going yeah. over there, Shepard comes in and says that you better not take sexual advantage of her because if you do, you're going to a special kind of hell. Oh my god. <laughs> that was a line for me. I was like, oh my god, this is Shepard's greatest line. Here goes the What was it? The special place that's reserved for I know the second one. I can't remember. You're going to that special place in hell. The place they reserve for child molesters and people who talk in the theater. Oh yeah. It was <laughs> <laughs> I, that line was so good. I remember the movie theater part. <laughs> It was a child molesters. He just hit like the pedophiles, and it was just like yeah, a pedophile. It's something like that, and, and people who talk in the theater. <laughs> <laughs> that was the best 
lying right there. It's just like, oh my god, he's making me laugh at this. Yeah, oh that one, I I still laugh at that one every time. <laughs> the special hell. <laughs> the special kind. Yeah, that was just. So funny. He pops his head out the second time. He's like, and I was like, I. I'm not even, like, looking to do that. He's like, yeah. But I was like, I'm not going to have sex with her. Don't worry about that. <laughs> He's like, I'm not saying, like... It's like, you're you're all acting like I wanted this. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, just so funny how everybody just attacks Mao. This, like, oh, perfect yeah. moment. He's totally the punching bag. <laughs> the whole time. They, like, just straight up make them the punching bag. Yeah. And then, as he, like, when she's finished making the meal, they, he's sitting at the table, and all of us, as he's eating his, his, the food that she made, you see Wash and Zoe come up to the table and talk to him, and they talk about the meal that she made, and the funny thing is that Wash wants to have a piece of that meal, and... <laughs> <laughs> Zoe is like getting jealous. Oh, Zoe's getting pissed. Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> He's like, and Wash is just like trying to cover. So, how clean? See how clean she Because he's like trying so hard. Like, he keeps accidentally saying stuff, making Zoe mad. And he's like trying so hard to not make her mad. Yeah, and it just keeps and, failing. Oh, miserably. Only in a way that Wash can. Yeah, <laughs> I think Bob noticed that it was getting uncomfortable in that conversation. Oh, yeah. And decides to, like, you know, I'm going to leave and, you know. It's like, if I hadn't already ate. <laughs> and, like, this food's good, but if I hadn't already ate. Yeah, he tries to, like, not. And she was, like, Saffron, the, the wife, was, like, she was just, like, it's like, oh my god, was the food terrible? <laughs> she's Yeah, she's just like constantly doing this whole, trying so hard to get his approval. Yeah, Like, just trying so hard to get his approval. Yeah, and then she's just asking about what, it's like, it's okay if I wash your feet? Yeah, I, I love that look she gives, man. He's just like, uh, and then just walks. Yeah, he walks <laughs> like, away. Walks He's like, out. you know what, I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> he's just like he's like it just got too weird. This just got too weird. Uh no. Yeah. Now where he seeks refuge is even weirder. Yeah, because he goes he, to, goes he goes to Anara's place. To yeah, to her shuttle, yeah. And he's like uh, uh, I just wanna hide out here for a while. <laughs> and you can obviously tell she's so jealous. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. I was just like, you know, all the women here are, are having their periods. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> they were, like, so moody. And it's just like. <laughs> it was like they were all just pissed. <laughs> they were all. Like, oh, oh, my God. It's like Zoe getting mad. <laughs> Can you get away with that? If I would have said that, man. I would be dead. Because <laughs> <laughs> I was watching the episode and it's like, oh god, look at that. They have to like they're on their periods right now. They're all moody and stuff. But yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> but, 
Why? Is this wrong? <laughs> I'm saying nothing. Oh, God. <laughs> Ignorance is bliss. Yeah. And I have no idea what's going on right now because I'm blessed. Nah. That's <laughs> just hilarious. Oh, my, wife, my wife will laugh at that one. Yeah. And I was like really jealous and she tries to act like she's not jealous. It's like, but she is so obviously like. Yeah. How do they not see? How does he not like? It's so weird. I guess it's just like he's that blind about it. I don't <laughs> think he's blind about it because then in the end of the episode, he does show some. Like, I mean, you can tell they obviously. <laughs> they they obviously both have it for each other. Like they they both are extremely attracted to each other, which is quite hinted. And it's just like, it's the whole, oh, they're so, you could tell they're so in love, but neither one of them is willing to act on it. Yeah. Type deal. Like, no one wants, they don't want to admit it to themselves or to the other person. They've got, like, that whole, that 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 plot going on. And the funny, yeah, she just kicks him out of the room. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So funny about that. <laughs> like the poor man, poor Mal, man. He just he gets no quarter. They're just like everybody is just like. Because the thing is, he complains I, about the wife, and he's like, and ours is like, aren't you happy with her? Aren't you just you know? Yeah, it's like he's obviously not happy in this situation. Yeah, and she's like, oh, why don't you just go with your wife? Instead of being with me, just like yeah, it's like it's not like he chose to be with her. Jesus, uh, yeah, it's like, like give the guy some slack, <laughs> right? It's like, it's like man, it's like why getting mad at somebody? Why can't you keep up hopping on one leg? Or why can't you keep up? I broke my leg. Well, why don't you hop faster? <laughs> Somebody hit me with her car and broke my leg. It's not like it's my fault. Come on. I'm trying here. You know? Yeah. <laughs> it's not like he asked for the whole thing. And the funny thing is that as soon as after he gets, after, after Mark gets kicked out, he walks out of the room. Jane walks in and says, like, he wants to trade his gun for his, for Mal's wife. Yeah, it's like, it basically kind of looks like a... Like a machine gun, I can't really think. Yeah, it is. Uh, I, it kind of lo- I think like it's like an AK-47. Yeah, I think it was something like that. Or or the, the newer AKs. It, but it looks like an AK. It's an AK-type weapon. It's it's the machine gun called yeah. Vera. I know Who it's not being accurate. Vera? I know it's not being accurate what it's called, but... It looks somewhat <laughs> to that what it, what it is, but... Yeah, yeah, but who calls her gun Vera? Yeah, I mean, and and yeah, he's like, <laughs> he's like, I have a feeling you don't take me seriously. <laughs> so, yeah. It's yeah, he's like, I'll make a trade. He's like, it's not, she's not mine or anybody's to trade, barter, or or anything like that. Like yeah. he's trying to teach her to stand up for herself, and if somebody tries to kill him, you kill him right back. You don't let anybody take advantage of you. Offering to get her work whenever they land on the on the next planet, help her find a job, yeah. you know, an honest job, because she was worried about ending up like 
basically being not a companion, but actually being in a case, like ended up in the line of work of prostitution, not a companion, which is different. Yeah. Somehow. (laughs) (laughs) But... (laughs) I mean, but I mean, there is a difference because companions are like trained and certified, and then yeah. they have like you know the prostitution, yeah, which the is escort. just kind of like black market kind of, or like okay. sold to, to somebody as a wife or something like that, which is kind of what happened to her because the townspeople couldn't fully really pay for for their services, and she was kind of like supposed supposed to be thrown in as part of that deal yeah so like yeah and he's like no no i'll I'll get you like a factory job or we'll find you a ranching job if you like outdoors like the whole time he's trying to encourage her and boost her self-esteem up like mal is actually doing like trying to be a really good person that was so weird to see mal because it's like he actually cared about her he wasn't being a dick at that time it's just like i mean He's not a bad guy. <laughs> he isn't. He really isn't. Like he, he just he keeps he likes to keep people at at arm's length, and that's just kind of how he he protects himself. Mm-hmm. But like, and all in all, like he is a good guy. He's not this terrible, awful person that he tries to pretend that he is. Yeah. So he he tries to pretend he's a much worse. I guess I wouldn't say pretend. He he tries to do what he can to to kind of keep people at a at a certain comfortable distance from getting too close. Yes. Like, but this like you really see that he actually does. They re- it really shows his compassion and and that he he's not always that person that he puts forward. Yeah, and like. He he's really like, he was really trying to be like you don't need me you don't need a man to cling on to to be a powerful person to be your own person because you should be able to go out and be and do what you want and who you want to be yeah like that that's like this is one of the episodes where you really start to kind of see yeah. that Mal has more definition than than what is what is originally shown. Like you yeah. actually get to see more sides of him than just the captain's side. Mm-hmm. You get to see his normal side, I guess. <laughs> yeah, and because I remember this was, they talk about the ranch with his. With, I think they were like saying that she can. Yeah, have uh, like he that. talks about his childhood growing up on a ranch. Oh, that's what it was. Yeah. Yeah, he talks about his childhood growing up on a ranch in a backwater planet. And his mom ran, was a rancher. Basically, that she, I, if, I, if I remember right, that like basically she ran a ranch trying to be like, you can, you can basically do anything you want if you go for it. Saying my mom ran, had a ranch. And so, yeah, like you get to, hear a little story backstory about Miles' childhood yeah yeah but it is at this point weird seeing him on that kind of personal level uh but (laughs) but yeah like she's trying so hard to cling to him yeah and this is like their cuts was seen like that you know there's like something going on because you see like some men on a satellite like trying to set something up 
yeah a little bit like a like a one second clip that goes there it goes to you, yeah, you hear like a short conversation and then they're like running scans and you see like the Firefly class ship that is the Serenity, but you, that's the class ship they have is a Firefly yeah. class. And you see it on the screen and everything and they have a short conversation about, yeah, but the parts aren't worth anything, but the ship is valuable because they're, yeah, they're old, but they're like really durable, long lasting. Yeah type thing and then uh, it goes back to zoe and wash talking about miss reynolds yeah and then zoe ends up getting really mad at that, that situation it's just like she gets moody and <laughs> oh god and she's like, like she just stays pissed this whole episode <laughs> yeah it's just like and wash is trying so hard not to piss her off it's like it's oh, not yeah. my fault it's just like, I was trying to be nice to the woman. It's just... Yeah. It's just not it's getting just, it. <laughs> it's just like, yeah. It's like, I'm not trying to piss you off. I'm just trying to comment on the situation and just kind of... Of course, Wash does have a habit of just saying things that come to his mind. <laughs> yeah, he says the wrong things. And and Zoe ends up leaving the room and... <laughs> all pissed off. And then, uh, oh, yeah. Then Saffron, the wife, I know her name is, uh, they mentioned her name is Saffron. Saffron. Yeah. Yeah. She, she, she's like getting undressed and Ma walks in. And she's yeah, like, walks into his bunk. Yeah. And then she's like asking for him for sex. Cause she says, she starts talking about his sisters. Like she had sisters. Yeah. Like, that they were in the, uh, it was basically like a boarding house for, for women. Yeah. And them getting married off. Yeah, it's just like they always went out with ugly men and she she doesn't feel you know, she doesn't she doesn't feel bad for herself because now she is out with a guy who's more charming and nicer and more handsome. Yeah. She was like trying to like get Malcolm to feel better about himself and uh, yeah, and she's trying to very hard seduce him. Yeah. And then but, the funny thing is that Ma says, I'm going to, I was like, oh yeah, I'm going to the special kind of hell right now. <laughs> <laughs> that was my favorite that part. It was like, moment. oh god. It's like, yes, it's the best episode I've seen so far. It's like, yes. The, that moment of like self-awareness and clarity. I'm going to that special hell. <laughs> 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 just that moment of self-awareness oh my god yes it was so <laughs> freaking funny oh my god and then then he ends up you know saffron kisses him and he gets knocked out yeah now comes the what they twist <laughs> <laughs> now yeah. come, sorry what about chicken reference yeah <laughs> <laughs> now comes the twist yep that was really unexpected. Like I did not think that that was a plan. And yeah, yeah. And then you see Saffron. She goes to the. She goes to where Wash is because Zoe's not there in the room. She's not there in that room anymore. And right, goes to the cockpit up there to where he's at all by himself. Yes, and he's like very awkward about the situation. He's just like, "Oh, what do I do?" Because. 
Am yeah, because she's like starts hitting on him and like trying to seduce him and stuff. Yeah, he talks. He starts talking about his wife, and it's just like how much he loves her, and it's just yeah, because like you know, he's just like oh, I wish I was someone else, but I'm married. I'm happily married. <laughs> Plus, she would kick my ass. <laughs> and he said that's what I like about her. She's very yeah, very um, yeah. There you go. Very warrior woman, yeah, type person. <laughs> so that doesn't work. Yeah, he said he likes her asking, like she has some masculinity in her, and it's just like he. That's what he likes about her. That's what turns him on about her. And yeah. And the funny thing is that Saffron ends up rolling her eyes. Is like, oh God, whatever. Stop talking about your. <laughs> Stop talking about your wife. <laughs> right. Until she finally gets tired of it and just bam, knocks yeah, him out. Yeah, she knocks him out and then she just like decides to mess with the ship. Like the like the the, yeah. the wires, the circuits and Yeah, she starts hitting on the on the uh, panels and just like does some stuff with the circuits and welds the cockpit door shut. Yeah, that's what she does. And then as she's like running away, she runs into Anara, and yeah, she asks how how it is to be a prostitute, and yeah, and like starts trying to hit on Anara and stuff. Yeah, and just like, oh, why don't can you just train me on how to be a prostitute? Well, so, like, you know the inner she's workings like, of it. Yeah, she's like, you're so lovely, and and Mal had given a little throwaway line about, or uh, what was it? Yeah. There was a throwaway line to, from Mal to Inara where Saffron was like, she didn't think very highly of what she does, of a, not what Inara does. And it get, kind of gives Inara that little, like, wait a second, something's yeah. not right here. But she's, like, going along with it, too, like, playing her right back. Yeah, and then the alarm goes off, and, I mean, the alarm goes on, and it's just... Then oh, the charade just drops. Yeah, that's when Inara's just like, oh, yep. You, she's like, oh, you're good. Like, yeah, yeah, you, you too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then she just keeps running away, and and yeah, since I mean, Saffron like moves away from Renara, like, she gets away from her, and yeah, bails out the shuttle. Yeah, and Nara just and Anara just goes to see if she can find Mao, and she finds him in the bunker in the the bedroom, and she sees that he's knocked out. Yeah. And the funny thing is that she decides to like, like, try to see if she could give him CPR. And no, she she find out. No, she realizes he's still okay and gives him a kiss. Oh, that's what it was. I thought it was for CPR. Oh yeah. Was, no, was... she was giving him a kiss because she was so grateful that he was okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and as soon as she stands up, she's like, starts getting dizzy. She's like, oh, you stupid son of a. And just hits the ground. Yeah, she gets poisoned. (laughs) (laughs) And then it's like, uh, yeah, and then yeah, eventually, like after Onara falls down, it like fast forwards a little bit. That you see, it cuts to Ma waking up from yeah from his knockout. 
and everybody's like in in the like around them and everything and Inara's over there in the corner laying down yeah she tries to act like <laughs> nothing happened to her like she's okay right. like oh i fell i hit my head yeah i just fainted and hit my head on the on the on somewhere <laughs> <laughs> and and mal's just like wait a second because while she's sitting there like with something on his head he's like wait a second so did you just like so he's like, no, he got knocked out. My man's too strong for that. For that, like, too, uh, too smart for that kind of move. And then Anara's just like, oh, I fell, I hit my head. Yeah. <laughs> and the funny and thing like, is yeah. that everybody was trying to figure out what the hell happened. And they were just like poking jokes at him again. And it's just like, here we go. Oh, again. yeah. Everybody's talking smack on him. And it's just like, and Shepard talk about the special kind of hell. <laughs> like Mel gets nothing but shit the whole episode, man. Yeah. Oh my god. And then they all find out that she's like, because Anara's like, oh yeah, she's had training. Yeah. And Mel's like, see, see, look at that, look at that. Because like, because <laughs> the only one that was actually able to resist her, besides Anara figuring out something was going on, was was Wash. Mm-hmm. So, because Jane would have fallen for it in a split second. You know yeah. that. Shepard, he, he wouldn't have he wouldn't have fallen for it. Wash didn't fall for it. But Jane and Mal, they both, well, Mal did fall for it. You know Jane would have. He would have, like, he would have fallen for that so with the quickness. It would have been ridiculously quick. She wouldn't even have had to try with Jane. Yeah. <laughs> Because, I mean, he was just like, I'll trade you my gun. <laughs> so, but, yeah. <laughs> and they they figured out that something is wrong with the ship. And Wash tries to figure out, try to, tries the best to get the ship working. And it doesn't work. And they find out yeah. that, that the ship is going into this, is crashing into a satellite that has this electric thing that, like, short circuit, like, the uh, ship. Basically, a, a type of EMP net. Yeah. Um, it's electromagnetic pulse net that would have basically temporarily disabled the systems and as they said pump enough electricity through like would have basically made it where anybody alive inside the ship would have basically been cooked yeah that's so yeah she'd steered the ship towards this like trap that apparently she was in like saffron was in cahoots with the salvagers. Yeah, that's what it was. To put it simple. Yeah, and they were kind of heading right into it, and it was kind of crunch time because uh, Wash and Kaylee had to figure it out quick. <laughs> and Mal thought of a good plan to just try to try to like sh- get to where they had to wear these like these suits. Thing yeah, like, and the yeah, like those, those little green kind of spacesuits. Yeah, the spacesuits. That's what. Was, yeah, that was the space. Yeah. Suit. And they were trying to, like, get to where the men are with the satellite and try to, like, kill them. You, they do and end up killing the little, them, yeah. And, yeah, and shoot the little power boxes. And it was really neat, though. I have to give, give it up to them for accuracy on this. Because Jane points out that it, the gun requires oxygen in order to fire. And so they come up with the, the plan to put the gun kind of like have the gun in the suit in a in an extra suit. Yeah. And use the oxygen supply in the suit 
so that the, the round could actually fire. And that's actually because they were firing out the front bay door, yeah. which is weird on the ship. It's weird because they don't have like a back bay. The bay is in the front. Mm-hmm. And so we open the bay, all the oxygen in, in that room is gone. It goes out into space. So like, I have to give it up on that because, you know, most shows you just be like, oh, you just fire it. But no, scientifically accurate. <laughs> yeah. And it was pretty interesting how Ma was able to figure that out just to like go where the, the men are with the satellite and just kill them. And yeah. Shoot out, shoot the satellite down to make it like not work. They, they were able points to, on cleverness for sure. Yeah. And it was able to move her away from the satellite. Like after they redirect the satellite to not, not hit them, Mao goes to find Saffron and because she had escaped to the ship earlier and so now right and, and took their shuttle yeah so he went to go find her on his own and he tries to like fight her off and when he yeah he like busts in honey I'm home <laughs> <laughs> yeah and like they had that was a really good fight scene yeah it like, was. I was surprised. That was that was a pretty good fight scene. Yeah, he got her. He gets her down, and she's like kind of undressed, and she just like <laughs> tries to hit on him again. <laughs> and he's he's like, like, "Yeah, no, it's not working this time." <laughs> he's like, "Yeah, I know better than that." And and like she's just finally like, "Okay, fine, kill me." And he's like, "If I was gonna do that, you would be dead already." Yeah. Because he just wants to find out why she did the things that she did, and that's what he... Yeah. But he's not merciless or nothing. He's not like, I'm not just going to come kill you. I do want to know why you did this. (laughs) Yeah. But he does knock her out. He's just like, after that little conversation. Yeah, and then he decides to leave. He's just like, alright, I'm going to take my shuttle. Yeah. And Which I don't blame him. I mean, come on. After all that, yeah, <laughs> it's like yeah, no answer. It's because because he asked her. He's like, uh, "What's your real name?" Like once the fight happens and all that, and and he's got her like you know pin where she can't fight or try and kill him yeah. or anything like that. And he's like, "What's your real name?" And then she kind of waits a minute. He just knocks her out, and he's like, ah, you probably would have lied anyway. Yeah, he said that she would have lied anyway, yeah. <laughs> Which, granted, she probably would have lied anyway. Yeah, she would have. I think that's what she would have done. Like, they, they played that episode, like, really well, how they how they did the the last-minute twist with with that she's a that she's a, a scammer, basically. Like yeah. I thought, I thought they played that that out really, really well. And like, yeah, basically, that's that's the episode. Like, well, this this not the it's not the end of it's like a little. Oh, was it not? There's the one clip. There's one clip that you miss when when Mal goes back to the the ship and he talks about Nara and asks about how she fainted. Oh, how could I have forgotten about that? <laughs> yeah. And, the funny thing is that he says, oh, I know what you did. I, you kissed her, didn't you? 
it's just like she's just like no it's like yes you did it's like and he she just like ignores him and just like because <laughs> he's like yeah you fell for it yeah <laughs> you like i her. knew you fell for it too and she just like she kind of just doesn't really try and correct him yeah she's like you know forget it <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's just like I'm not gonna really bother trying to correct him. <laughs> it's like because it's uh, this is like I I actually was worried about you and and was so relieved that I kissed you. <laughs> <laughs> so, what's your ranking on that episode? I give this one a nine. It was really good. Nine. That's a good rank. Yeah, I, I feel you. I feel you. I like. I really did that, like this episode a lot. It got me. I did too. Had a good time. You, my boyfriend, liked this episode a lot. It was just really enjoyable. So, yeah. How is he? How is he like liking the series so far? He's liking it a lot too. He's really enjoying it. He's like, he was asking me when we to see the next episode of Fireflies. Is well, I have to wait until I do the episode. The podcast episode, and then we can it's, go on. Like I don't. It, the hard part is trying to get someone to actually sit down and watch it. Yeah, but then because like you try and describe the premise of the show and what it is, and people are like, "What? That sounds stupid." Yeah. But everybody I've gotten to to watch it, once I got them to start watching it, they like they love it. Yeah. That's the hard part is is getting getting people to start watching it. Yeah, I actually like this show a lot. This watching these episodes and it's like, wow, it's actually a show where that their first season actually pretty entertaining and enjoyable. Because you know, some shows aren't that successful with their first season. It's usually yeah. the second or the third season they they really hit it. We'll see, like, and it, it, he does the setup because, like, the main reason, like, a lot of people are like the first season is kind of the harder one to watch, yeah. except for like a couple. Like, you have this, you have Heroes. The first season of Heroes was just awesome. Is because the first season always feels like so much explaining and exposition, and yeah, and like character development, exposition, and trying to like get people in like to know the characters but it's kind of the way it's done on firefly it just kind of it's entertaining and it really fleshes out the characters like it's it's a really good balance Mm -hmm. and and that's what makes it really just solid and i don't know but it was kind of funny that mal was thinking the reason why Anara fainted was because she kissed Saffron. It's like, oh god! <laughs> of course, you would think that. Such a dummy, <laughs> right? Well, I mean, I, I think a lot of that was part of him covering his ego. Yeah, he was trying to like cover he... his ego because he's because I think he knows that that Anara has a thing for him. And she's like trying so hard not to admit it, but it's pretty obvious. Yeah, it's they're both just kind of like trying to turn that blind blind eye away from 
what's obvious in front of them, but neither one of them want to admit. But it, <laughs> it's just like they kind of push buttons at each other and just hopefully, oh, constantly. Hopefully, it would just like open something up about each other. It's just like it's like it's like kids that are attracted to each other. Yeah, it's like she picked on me on the playground today. She pushed me down. It's just because she likes you. Yes. <laughs> you know, it's kind of that whole that whole vibe why, going on. I think that's why sometimes women do pick fights with men because they attract them to that. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> like, it still even happens later on in life. Yeah. <laughs> like. Is it because they attract you to the second person? I don't think all yeah. women do it, but it's a, it's a common thing that most women do. It, yeah, it's something that can, that that happens. It can happen frequently. Yeah. Like, a friend of mine had a girlfriend, and I couldn't stand her. <laughs> like, I could not stand her. And so I used to sit there and, and make jabs and jokes at her and stuff. And yeah. she did it. She would do it back to me and everything. One day, I went over there. I had to pick something up. I had left it at his house. Because I'd been over there the day before, and he was like, well, can I, I can't even remember what it was, but he was like, can I borrow it? And I was like, yeah, sure. And I, my sister took me over there to pick it up the next day, and I was walking away, and she was like, you know, that girl really has a thing for you. <laughs> I was like, what? And she was like, oh, yeah, that girl, she's totally, like, digging on you. I'm like, no. <laughs> oh, yeah. And uh, like apparently, when I walked away, I guess she got like a look on her face or or something, or you know, expressed a action that said that to my sister. I never noticed it, didn't care. But but yeah, and like apparently that was her trying to flirt with me. And in actuality, when I was doing it back to her, it was because I couldn't stand her. <laughs> Which my friend knew. My my friend knew I I couldn't stand her. Yeah. <laughs> and like, oh man. But I mean, yeah, so it happens. It happened to me. I never really saw or cared that she had a trash to. But then I thought about it and I kind of thought back on some, some different situations. And I was like, damn, she totally had a thing for me. <laughs> <laughs> and I never thought about it or would have realized until my sister said something. Oh. <laughs> so, hey, it happens. Yeah. <laughs> the next two episodes are the ones I've been telling you about. My favorite one, or, yeah, my two, two of my, like, all-time favorites of this series. You thought Our Mrs. Reynolds was funny? Yeah, it's the next one, I believe. It's called Janestown. Yeah. This one tops that one on funny. Oh, uh, yeah. So, it is Jamestown and the. Out and then of Out gas. of Gas. Yeah. Yeah. Out of Gas is a really good one, too. It kind of shows. It shows more. Uh, out of Gas shows more about Mal. Okay. Fleshes out his character more. Jamestown is just comedy gold. Okay. It's obviously about Jane. Oh, yeah. Just wait. You, you, oh god. This ep, that episode is just, 
oh man, you'll have to see it. When you see it, you're not going just to believe it. Yeah, this the oh. the Armin Spratt's episode was comedy gold for me. I was just oh, it, it is. It's 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 on that level of comedy gold. You know, it's kind of reminding and, me because I don't know if you ever the Justice League cartoons how they like. The cat, like the the heroes, always talk shit about each other, and they kind oh, of yeah. remind me of that. Oh yeah, I love the Justice League cartoon. Yeah, um, there's a lot of that, and it's just like that episode oh, yeah. remind me of that. Like when it was with a where you have a you're in a group of friends and you just constantly talk crap about each other. Oh, my favorite stuff is the Batman Green Lantern stuff. Batman and Green Lantern, like poking at each other. Uh, <laughs> I love those jokes. Cause Batman, man, he he can make some serious verbal jabs. Yeah, like Batman's got some serious. He he's not just like physical jabs, man. He's got some. He can verbally spar with anybody. And then of course you know you got Hal Jordan. He's he's a smart ass anyway. Him yeah. and Oliver Queen, both of them, are just like serious. That's I think that's one of the reasons I like. I didn't really like the cheesy Green Arrow old comics, but then once they kind of revamped them, yeah, I really like that. And then of course, Hal Jordan's my favorite Green Lantern. Oh, he! I think he reminds you of Mao, doesn't he? <laughs> oh yeah, no doubt, no doubt. <laughs> I could see it. I, that's why I understand why they chose him to voice Green Lantern. And oh yeah, because he has voiced Green Lantern in a couple of of the animated movies that they have done. Uh, yeah, he's done a he's done a a few comic book characters, and he's he's really good. Yeah, I just noticed that, that the the Green Lantern is always the most common one that he does. He oh, I can't even remember anymore off the top of my head right now. But I know he did Green Lantern, and then he did uh, something, somebody else on DC, I think. Because, but I can't remember. Because the Death of Superman, the Death of Superman movie, they he did. He was a Green Lantern there, and apparently, I don't know why I want to say Green Arrow, but I keep thinking of uh, the Dark Knight Returns Green Arrow. Oh, because he was Green Lantern. Isn't the Green Lantern the most of the DC movies that? animated movies that we have done okay because he he's done like he's done several voiceover work he did oh oh he was he was a voiceover in uh rick and morty he did he had yeah he did uh he was in an episode of rick and morty the one where they put him in the simulator the the green guy with the tentacles oh, i see. like the face tentacles yeah he did that voice like he's he's done like quite a bit of work a lot of people don't realize how much Nathan Fillion's actually really done. Yeah, apparently he's Kate. I mean, I knew this already. He was Kate in, in Destiny. <laughs> the Destiny video Oh, game. shit. He was, wasn't he? I forgot about that. Yeah, Kate 6. Huh. Like, he's got... He, once you, like, realize his voice... Yeah. Like, you can point it out. He he plays the, the, the smart-ass... Wise, wise guy character's really good. Yeah, the character's sort of dickish in a way still. <laughs> Another good show he did was uh, Castle. Oh, I heard about that show. I never watched it, though. Uh, it's it's a good show. 
he plays a writer who's tagging along, who's writing a book, tagging along with a police officer. Or yeah. she's a, she's a detective, actually. Sorry, she's not a police officer. She's a detective, and yeah, it's a good show. Uh, you know, up to like a certain point, it's not running anymore. But like the last little bit, like the last season, mm-hmm. wasn't as good. But all the way up until like the last season is really good. This one well, thing I just realized because look at Zion and B, you know, he plays himself in the Big Mouth. Really? Yeah, because you know, I don't know if you've seen that show from Netflix. He, I haven't <laughs> ever watched it. Oh, because it's like they make they make fun of Firefly a lot, and he plays himself there. In there, nice. There's a show called Con Man. Yeah. And it's him and Alan Tudyk. They basically play characterized versions of themselves. Yeah. It's really good. All right. They kind of, they, it's a show they did together where they're kind of like playing characterized versions of themselves going to like from a canceled sci, popular canceled sci-fi show and going to con like conventions and stuff. Oh, and, I see it here. <laughs> yeah. And it's really good. If you've never checked it out. It's it's a very entertaining watch, and they just like they play kind of they basically just kind of play themselves, just a bit over exaggerated. Mm-hmm. And Alan Tudyk, which by the way, if you haven't seen the original, I think I've mentioned this Death at a Funeral, the original one. Oh. It's a British it's a British movie originally. Oh, okay, Alan Tudyk is just amazing in it. He plays most of the movie extremely high. <laughs> okay. So like and the chick that plays Saffron, she did some stuff on sci-fi, but she's a great actress. Like they are, they've got a really solid cast on that show and it's it's funny like all of the, them this is all, that's all of them in their early days. Like that's them like just starting out. Yeah. So they they do really well considering that that show was most of them really except for like Ron Glass I think he was he had done some stuff before that but like that show was their beginning Mm -hmm. and they all like nailing out of the park except for Adam Baldwin yeah Adam Baldwin he had done some stuff which I mean he's a Baldwin they all they're all actors yeah I know (laughs) (laughs) I think I think the Baldwins all all of them except the one in Firefly, I think all of them are made in clone machines. <laughs> you can like totally tell. He's the only one that looks, that doesn't look exactly. They all like have that same similar features and stuff. Oh, they, <laughs> they do look very similar. Um, even Stephen Baldwin, like he, he even looks like his brothers and stuff. <laughs> the Baldwin family is a genetics nom- anomaly. Yeah, they all look alike. <laughs> uh, I can see it. They have a picture of them together. <laughs> Yeah, like, now if you want to see, like, crazy diversity, like, they look similar, but they don't. It's weird. Like, they have similar features in certain areas, but they, unless you focus on those, you can't tell their brothers and all that and related. The Scars Guards. Another family of great actors. But, yeah, so we've got, we got, like, what, six more episodes left now? Eight. Oh, well, close. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so close. Yet so far. 
Yeah, but uh, we're we're starting to get into the more we're about to start getting into the more the the other side where it's everything's gonna start coming together now. Yeah, and I think you're really gonna enjoy where the next. Which I mean, it doesn't lose its humor and it keeps its good pace. That's one thing about this about Firefly is it keeps its pace so well. Yeah. Like, it's hard to find a show that keeps a good pace because you have those episodes you love and then you have those ones where you're like, okay, I get it. You got to do this like story and whatnot, but I can't wait to get the story over so I can get to the next episode. Yeah. Those type episodes. <laughs> yeah. Fillers or just like the exposition type stuff. Yeah. And, but like Firefly keeps its solid pace, man, all the way through. Like, it's. I wish they'd have had a bit better camera equipment. Okay, it was. Made, I don't know that show. This show was made in the '90s, so. Yeah, I know. Can't but, expect so much out of it. <laughs> like, it yeah, the early two thousands, early two thousands. I mean, it's not like classic Doctor Who. Like, oh god, this is just wow. But still, you know, you get so used to high definition and stuff, and it's like, man, I wish I could like actually sit and watch this in actual high definition. Yeah. But I mean, even though still, it's the cameras are not that the camera like yeah. quality is not that bad. You can still but watch you can it. tell. Oh yeah, no doubt. But you can tell it's it's it was nineties. You know, like you can tell it was something kind of older, yeah. but not that old. So <laughs> yeah, it's pretty much it. So I think all right. I think we can end it off here and I hope you guys look forward to the next episode of the podcast. Can't wait to make it for you guys. Yeah. It's going to be pretty much fun. Hey, hopefully. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> it's okay. You got a comedy episode and then it's going to, it's, it's a real like kind of suspense episode. All right. So that's what you guys are in for next time. All right. So. Talk to you guys later and see you guys then. Thanks for listening.